You're listening to. Whoa! Welcome to another episode of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast featuring books by Asian Asian American authors. My name is Marvin Yue, and I am coming at you today from the Toronto International Film Festival, where I am covering the festival on behalf of one of our other fellow po- podcasts, the Collabcast, um, which I also host. Uh, but today's episode was actually recorded a couple weeks ago. It is our discussion of "To All the Boys I've Loved Before." Um, both the book and the Netflix movie that's out right now uh, between Rira and her friends Alice and Catherine Fan Chang. This panel was handpicked by Rira, and they discuss everything from uh, the differences between the book and the movie, as well as their favorite parts of both. So without further ado, here is the official Books and Boba discussion of To All the Boys I've Loved Before, um, original book by Jenny Han and the movie by Netflix. Enjoy! Hello, and we are going to talk about To All the Boys I've Loved Before. We're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about pretty much our feelings about <laughs> the series. Uh, joining me today, we have uh, Alice Van Chang, an old friend of the podcast. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> it's been so long. It's very long. And we also have her sister, Catherine Van Chang. Hello. Who is probably <laughs> the most ardent fan of the series. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you read all of the books. I did. And, um, I have not. I've only read the first two. That's because you just don't have the third one. I know. I do. <laughs> when I when I read the first book, I immediately on the same day bought the second book, and oh. I just finished the second book a couple days ago. Yeah. And now I'm like super mad. I should have bought like all three of all them, three of them yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I finished the first book a few days ago, or like a few days before the movie dropped, and then. I was like, why didn't I put... Because I listened on audiobook um, so that I can listen on the way to work. And I was like, why didn't I put the audiobook for the second book on hold immediately after I got the first book? Because now I'm waiting. Yeah. I told our friend to just order all three at once. I was like, girl, you don't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I guess I just want to talk about, like, our general impressions of the series. Because I, like, immediately fell in love with it. <laughs> I just like immediately fell in love with this concept of love letters being shipped out to your crushes. It's like it's like a high school nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I I didn't expect to be like so into it, but it just was like immediately engaging. Yeah, I think it's just really <clears throat> sweet. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like like the concept's really good and then you know, it could have been, like, super fluffy. I mean, it is, but, like, it could have been, like, really, like, something that I'm not into. But for some reason, it just grabs you immediately. And you're just like, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really a fan of books that take place in high school. Because, because like, I'm in my late 20s now. And it's, like, very hard for me to connect to uh, a protagonist who's, like, 16 years old. Right. But, like... I don't know. I like really liked uh, Laura Jean. I th- I thought she was like really quirky and funny and uh, and just like I could just picture her so clearly in her vintage clothes and like her <laughs> yeah, baking cookies. And she's just like so relatable, you know. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like 
like, oh, like I, I could know someone like that or I could have been someone like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know. I know Catherine. Uh, she started reading the series as it was getting popular. <laughs> How did yeah. that feel? <laughs> well, so I'm not really like the biggest reader, but what happened was I think I basically in the summer I was like, okay, I should probably like not just watch TV all the time. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll just like read something. So Alice obviously like loves books. She knows all of the things happening or coming out, whatever. And she would like randomly always give me suggestions. And so I remember I told her, I was like, I just kind of want something like fun. Um, I don't have to use my brain. How I describe it is like watching like a CW show. <laughs> like, you know, like I just want to. are the best, by the yes. way. Yes. So, you know, it's just like, I just want to like something fun like that. And she was like, oh, well, um, I hear like Jenny Han has this book coming out and it sounds like it's kind of cute and like maybe it's like something you might want to look at. And I think before that too, she told me about her other series she did. Was it? Burn for Burn. I don't know if that's the first one, but it was also like a three-parter. Um, and that one too, I well, got interested in because she told me that it was like about these three girls and apparently like they are just like trying to like take down the school or something like stuff happens, you know, <laughs> like it's like girls like angry girls. Mean girls. Yeah, but mean not angry girls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were necessarily all mean, but definitely angry girls, right? And, like, one of the girls was Asian, so I was like, oh, cool, like, I'm down to read that. So I was reading those, and I was also reading them when they weren't all out. So I was also, like, waiting for oh them God, to it's like out. It's like reading Harry Potter, <laughs> and you're just like, it's like, what's gonna happen next? Yeah. I have to wait a year? Yeah, yeah, and obviously I do not have the best memory, so <laughs> it's like, I finish the book, I wait a year, it comes out, I'm like, crap. Like, what happens at the last one? And it's like, I didn't own them, you know? So I'm just like, oh God. So anyway, I think after I finished that, um, I think probably the series was coming out, and so I was like, let's let's do this. Yeah, so I have to ask, Team Josh or Team Peter when you were reading the book? Definitely Peter. Peter, Peter from, from the very beginning? I think so. Yeah, I agree. It took me a while to, to get used to Peter, actually. Because, like, he seems such, like, I don't like a jock. Yeah. Yeah, like, the typical jock that, like, everyone loves. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this archetype. Hmm, how am I going to actually cheer for him? Because yeah. obviously he's going to get Laura yeah. Jean. He's going to get the girls. So right. It's like, huh? Like, <laughs> I hope I can like fall in love with him. But then I like, like I, I think maybe like page a hundred. I was like, oh no, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. It was from the beginning. I can't, like I said, my memory is bad. I read a long time ago. But I feel like I, I think, yeah, there's reservations at first, right? Because obviously it's a fake relationship when it starts out. Um, you can obviously predict that people are going to get feelings. But I just feel like when I was watch- reading it, um, he he did seem like a typical jock. But then there's like so something else, you know, like he's not like just a jock like he's like a sweet boy <laughs> that's what it is I think. I, I think what it is is that like he takes care of laura jean so well yeah. because laura jean is you know she's 16 she's never dated anyone before and like he seems to respect that and i guess it comes with like being in a fake relationship like they have that contract which is right. adorable by the way <laughs> it's like 
classic rom rom com yes. like element there. Like, like he he like respects her boundaries, but at the same time, he's like slowly challenging her. It's just like it's like you need to come to parties. Like you right. need to like support me at my lacrosse games. Yeah. Like, and and it's like really nice because. I feel like Laura Jean in, in the book, she's kind of like sequestered herself into into her home, mm-hmm. yeah. and like I think that's probably because of her mom, right? Like mm-hmm. her, like her mom passed away, and you know Margot, she goes to college, so she really doesn't have anyone to really lean on. And and before she before Margot left, she kind of always had the support system in in her family, right. so there was really no need for her to like make new friends yeah i mean that was another thing too like 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 the whole like middle school to high school transition yeah like friendships change and yeah. you know genevieve <laughs> used to be her bff and it's just like a classic middle school story <laughs> right? and now she's her nemesis yeah <laughs> were there any particular uh scenes that you liked in the first book because there, I was talking to Alice about this the other day, and we were saying how uh, the the antique the antique yeah. sale scene oh, yeah. should have been in the movie, but yeah. it yeah. wasn't. I think yeah, I would agree with that. Just because I feel like they you like learn so much more about each character, and it's just a nice way for them to bond. Yeah, it's like it's like a long scene of them by themselves. You know, it's like the two of them go off to like this like like antique or or estate sale or whatever and i feel like that's like they're not like around their peers or like it's not really like related to school so it's like kind of nice to see basically them doing like a fun activity like a date but like without the context of like doing it in front of like other their peers you know yeah where they need to like make it seem like they're dating even though you know yeah this was just like them being them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was totally a date. She, like, packed sandwiches. She did, like, parchment paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she, like, dressed up at, like, the estate sale. Right. And, like, she got all these, like, pretty dresses. And it's just, like, yeah, it was, like, such a nice scene. And I'm, like, really sad that they didn't include it in the movie. Yeah. I think, I mean, I know we're not really talking about the movie yet, but that was, like, one of the things I wish there was more of in the movie, which... It was just more like I felt like I wanted at least one extra scene of just the two of them before the whole ski trip stuff. Because I feel like there was enough. Obviously, I think it was a great movie, but I was also like, man, I just want more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, because I saw the movie before I read the book, like I already knew like the major beats to the story, right? right? But since the book is much longer, obviously, I was like, when is this is gonna happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like no. the letters were sent out, but they're not in a yeah. relationship yet. Like yeah. when is it gonna happen? I was also same because I also saw the movie first before I read the book, and um, it's kind of like um, I was surprised because in the movie um, you get enough setup of like how Lara Jean is with her sisters, but and then Margot goes to college. But in the book, it's like I remember thinking like, wow. We're, we like the letters aren't even out yet. Like Margot has not left for college yet. Like there's a lot more development of that relationship, which is good because you know her sisterhood is like important. But um, but yeah, like that was one of the surprising things too. Like I guess pacing expectations with the book was different. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it's really weird because the movie was definitely, like, a rom-com movie. Like, yes. it's about her and, like, these two guys that she, you know, she has a crush on and, right. like, develops, like, different uh, complicated relationships with. But the book, I would say it's more, like, a book about sisterhood. And yeah. the romance is kind of, like, the icing on the cake, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, that that was the thing with me because I really love the uh, sisterhood between... <laughs> Margot, uh, Kitty, and Laura Jean. And actually, like, there's a lot of chapters with Margot yeah. in it. Like, the beginning is, like, a lot of Margot. You really get, like, their dynamic, you know? And, like, I guess how important it is. Which is, like, why in the movie, um, I mean, again, we're I guess we're not really there yet. But it's okay. We can go wherever we <laughs> yeah. our podcast. But, um, but, yeah, like, it's kind of like a, like some of the big, like, fight scenes and stuff that happen at the end it it's like more intense in the book because there's like a bigger foundation for the sisterhood and like i guess like you know their expectations and about the relationships between each sister and like roles in the family and just things like that so yeah yeah definitely because you you learn very early on that um like laura jean's mother she uh, she passed away because she was uh, she fell like she was cleaning and yeah like she, a freak accident yeah she like slipped hit her head and she was lucid uh, and she called like her family saying like oh I hit my head but like I think I'm okay and then when they get and when Margot gets home she's the one who finds right. her mother and she's the one who calls nine one one and um and then after the death of her mother like Margot is the one who's taking care of everything she's mm-hmm. cooking she's making sure her her dad like you know, is able to come home comfortably and not, like, worry too much about uh, the sisters. And um, once Margot goes to college, a lot of that responsibility is shifted to Laura Jean. And, of course, like, she's not the same person as her sister. Right. So, like, things are going to (laughs) change. And that's kind of, like, the foundation for why that fight at the end of the book happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Margot comes back for Christmas break and... She comes back to a home where everything has pretty much changed and has been functioning somewhat okay without her. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, it's like, oh, I guess my family never really needed me. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was more like the fight that they have at the end is more, there's like more elements to it. Yeah, it's not not her yelling at her sister being like, you like my Mm ex-boyfriend? Like, how dare you? Like, it's like there's an element of that, but then there's... Like, all this other family stuff going on, too, you know, that feeds into that. So, like, in the... I I know, like, we kind of talked about this, but um, that part of the book was, like, really surprising to me because it was just so intense. Like, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't know if they can come back from this. Whereas in the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, like, they're they're fine. (laughs) I mean, if that sort of thing happened to you two, like, (laughs) would you be, like... (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> They're like glaring at each other. <laughs> Who knows? It could happen. Nice. You yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> what about uh, Josh? Because a lot of um, obviously the movie didn't really go in depth with uh, the relationship between Josh and Laura Jean. I think the movie focused much, much more on Peter and Laura yes. Jean. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in the book, there was like kind of this like tug of war right yeah because um, at one point like josh tells her that 
he likes her and he kisses her. Yes. And then that's when she realizes that she likes Peter and right. not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the Josh stuff in the book was definitely more complicated. It's kind of interesting because, um, again, I saw the movie first. And in the movie, you know, obviously they cast people who are like really charming. So I was like immediately like charmed by Josh. And then, you know, he has the benefit of like actually having a relationship with Laura Jean before anything, you know, like they were friends before. And even after he became Margot's boyfriend, they like still hung out and stuff. So I was like kind of more team him, but then obviously like Peter won me over. But in the book, it's, it's more interesting because there's much more of like a love triangle feel just because um, they do actually bring in more of the like, well, well, how does Josh feel about Laura Jean, especially after he gets the letter and finds out that she's been like holding a torch for him or at least used to have a huge crush on him. So, I mean, yeah, that was pretty intense. <laughs> so what did the casting match up to your expectations Catherine, since you read the book before <laughs> you watched the movie? I feel like I was fine with all of the girls because I was like, that's awesome. Obviously, they casted Asian Americans and were very firm about that. So I thought that was amazing. Um, I feel like the the casting lived up to my expectation. Except for Peter, I was not sure about. That one was the only one just because I, for some reason, my head had assumed that he kind of looked just like a typical Josh. Like, um, Jock, sorry. Josh? I know. <laughs> oh, what's happening? <laughs> okay. Um, but I was thinking more like like Abercrombie, you know? Like, that was kind of the look I was seeing in my head. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, nah, I'm not really sure about this guy. <laughs> so... But, I mean, obviously now it's, like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I have an interesting uh, trivia about that. So uh, Noah Centennio, who plays Peter Kavinsky, um, he and Israel Broussard, who plays Josh, uh, neither of them knew which part would go to them. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, like, they did a chemistry test with Lana Condor, who plays uh, Lara Jean in the movie. and And, like, the casting director, like thought that Israel was going to play Peter Kavinsky mm-hmm. just from like gut feeling but then uh, Noah Centennial like did really really great with the the chemistry scene with um, chemistry tests with Lon and Condor so they're like he's Peter right and the oh. funny thing is like Noah and uh, Israel are friends so they were like talking about it like <laughs> <laughs> while they were on set and being like yeah I was okay with like playing the other role right. Right. like oh, it could have been either of us yeah yeah, that is interesting. I feel like I read something recently about that too, where, like, or watched an interview, and I think they were saying it was like the same thing. Yeah, they did the chemistry tests, and then they're like, okay, definitely Noah and Lana. And then they said that Janelle and Israel had like a good, like, they vibed together too. So they're like, I guess it worked out in the end yeah. that, you know. <laughs> I just remembered a really big change in the movie <laughs> from the book, and it's how the letters got sent out. Yes, because, okay, so Kitty in the movie is, like, this precocious, charming little nine-year-old, whereas in the book, she's, like, a brat. She's a complete <laughs> brat. Yeah, like, in the, yeah, definitely, that that was a big surprise for me, too, from going from movie to book, because I really like Kitty in the movie, because it's kind of like she's, like, written to be played that way. Yeah, she's, like, mm-hmm. a snarky little, Yeah, like, yeah. she's a Smart brat, ass. but, like a cute brat because she's so precocious and like clearly like you know 
smarter than her age sort would suggest all this stuff and then in the book she she just comes off a lot younger so like her, like she's very much a nine-year-old yeah like maybe a little bit mature for a nine-year-old but like she's definitely yeah like a nine-year-old and like in the book she sends out the letter out of spite instead of yeah, like, instead of being like oh i want my older sister to have a boyfriend right. so i don't have to take the bus every day <laughs> yeah yeah her like her and Laura Jean have more of, like, I guess what you would expect from, like, a sibling relationship. Like, it's a little bit more antagonistic is what it feels like in the book. Like, they still love each other, obviously, but um, that's what it felt like. Whereas in the movie, it's, like, it's more, like, loving sort of teasing, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, th- that was the surprise was the the intent behind sending out the letters yeah. was very different. Because in the book, Kitty sends out the letters because... Um, Laura Jean teases her, saying, like, oh, you like Josh. And yeah, and she gets really mad about it. Yeah, she gets it. really embarrassed, and that's why she sends out the letters. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, I would kill my sister. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. It was, it was really weird for me to read this book because I, um, I'm i the only girl in my family. I have two younger brothers. So, mm-hmm. like, just reading about sisters, like, sharing clothes and doing each other's makeup and hair, I was like... Wow, this, this is act- world. I was like, this has actually happened. <laughs> this sounds like way too nice. Like you can just go to someone's closet and just steal their outfit. And- I mean, that is one hundred percent true yeah. for me and Catherine. Mostly, I steal her clothes. That's true. Sometimes I will look for something that I want, and she is wearing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not today though. Today I'm wearing all my own clothes. Yeah, but I mean. I guess sisters are just weird, you know? It's just, like, a weird thing, I feel like. It's, like, people who are, like, really, like, do not like their siblings. And then there's, like, ones who are, like, they're, I guess, like, us, where we're, like... We get along. get along. But I just remember, like, it's, like, I guess it's just, like, that age that you're at. Cause, yeah. Because I feel like we didn't get along that much when we were younger. yeah. Yeah, so we have, like, a four-year age difference, and then, um, I mean, I do distinctly remember when I was, like, 11, really resenting Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, because my parents used to take, or our parents used to make me take her everywhere. That's true. So it's, like, if I had to, if I was going to, like, a friend's birthday party, they'd be, like, well, ask them if you can bring your sister. That's true. So I kind of, I think I, I resented stuff like that. So I guess that's, like, a little bit... I feel like that's kind of my feeling about book Laura Jean and Kitty. You know, where it's this whole, like, like, well, now that you're the oldest, you have to take Kitty to school, you know, sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, there's a little bit more antagonism, I feel like, between them. But I feel like it's that age, because after that, like, well, I we're just, pretty chill. I feel like it was <laughs> fine, yeah, yeah, but, like, we'd still have fights and stuff, like, when you're about in high dumb school things. and things. Yeah, but I feel like we got to the point that we are at now it was like after she left for college because i think then you get like that space you know like mm-hmm. or yes. like you know because for me i technically have never lived by myself before <laughs> <laughs> until she left so i feel like you know then you just kind of like realize like oh you know like this is what it's like to be on your own or like you know whatever but yeah, I would say like Margot and Lara Jean's relationship. It's it's a little bit unusual because they don't have a mother, mm-hmm. and right. like it's kind of like 
a semi-mother-daughter yeah. relationship. Yeah. And because, like, they're so close together, like, once they're separated, it's, like, like you start realizing, I guess, like, like all the stuff that you've been holding in, it, like, suddenly just blows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, especially, like, one of the things that, like, comes into that big fight at the end in the book with Lara Jean and Margot is that, like, Lara Jean's, like, well, Margot would never keep any secrets from me, you know? Like, even though she, like, even though Margot takes, like, this sort of motherly role for the whole family, it's it's still that whole, like, oh, but she's my older sister, and we're so close, and after our mom passed away, like, both of us, you know, we, both of us became, like, a team in terms of, like, taking care of Kitty and our dad and stuff. So when she finds out, like, that Margot does have some secret things that she has not told her, she... She like is feels really like hurt by it, yeah, but like, then really she like by but it. then she like holds it in because she's like, oh well, it's none of my business anyway. I guess I guess I don't know my sister that well. But then that obviously comes back around in the end when things go bad. <laughs> One thing I really really liked about the book was just like how it captured like a sixteen year old girl's like feelings, like like how it feels <laughs> to like crush on someone so hard and like expecting them to like never like you back. <laughs> right. And just, like, having all these daydreams about them and, like, having, like, all these intense feelings. And, um, like, I don't know, like, did you guys feel that fluffy feeling when you were reading the book? Definitely. Yeah. Because I just feel like, like, you know, you start it and you're just kind of, like, in. Yeah. Like, quick, you know, and... It's just, like, because you are just in it so quickly, you're, like, reading it so fast. So it's, like, you're getting those feelings, I feel like, as fast as she is or, you know, yeah. whatever. When so. I was, when I was list- like, there there are, like, scenes where the actual letter shows up, like, oh in God. handwriting. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I was, I'm just, like, I feel like I'm reading something yeah. really private. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. like, such intense, like, again, since I was hearing an audiobook, it was, like, someone was reading them <laughs> to me. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. If this was what was in my letters and my sister sent them out to, like, the people I was crushing on, I would die. Like, I would just never go back yeah. to school. <laughs> You're just too intense. Yeah. I just, yeah, I would be, like, I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving away. I mean, like, her happening. response to just, like, the letters get sent out and Josh confronts her. And, and her reaction is just, like, oh, I have a boyfriend. It's, it's right. like, it's all good. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about that letter because I have someone else that I like. And then she just jumps on Peter yeah. and, like, <laughs> makes out with him in the hallway. But in the movie, she, like, makes out with him in the track field. Right. Yeah. But, like, when I was watching the movie, I was like, huh, I wonder if that's actually what happened right. in the book or they're just, like, traumatizing <laughs> right. it. The book is actually more dramatic in this case, I feel like. Yeah. I was definitely. like, I was like, oh, the track scene was actually more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, like, there's a scene where she rolls out of her window. That is, like, my favorite scene. In the movie. Like, yeah. when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, she's dead. Like, <laughs> she didn't make that. You know? Because, like, everyone's like, oh, well, the fall wasn't that, like, it wasn't that high. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You don't know if there's bushes down there. It's <laughs> concrete. Yeah. Like, how? And, you know, she, she fell, and then she, like, popped up, got on a bike, and went to the cafe. Like... That is crazy. Like, she had no, yeah, like, yeah. injuries. That was such a great moment, though, because I, I totally thought, I was just like, oh, haha, she's, like, climbing out the window. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe she, she's just going to, like, 
like you know like have safe, a rope yeah or, or like safely like maneuver maneuver down. herself down off the roof but it's like she lost her footing and just rolled off the that side was crazy i mean in the book she pretty much just like runs out the back door and yeah. she like hides out in her tree house mm-hmm. definitely not rolling <laughs> yeah. out of her window <laughs> and like hoping that she doesn't break her yeah. neck yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. But yeah, considering how embarrassing like the whole letter situation is, I I can't say I wouldn't have done the same. same. <laughs> like the feelings were so intense. Yeah. I would have been like, oh no, I just need to get out of the situation. Yeah, I definitely would have rolled out the window. <laughs> like, even if I might have died. <laughs> I mean, speaking of embarrassment, that hot tub uh, video that yeah. gets sent out, I thought the mo- in the movie, I was like, dang, that's really bad. Yeah. Like, like, I would, like, being a teenager nowadays sucks. Like, yeah. everything's, like, publicized. But when I was reading the book, I was like, dang, this is worse. <laughs> <laughs> in the book, it is so much worse. Like, the, the cyberbullying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. It's like hard to be a kid these days i think it's yeah it's easier for you to like get caught yeah you just can't do anything almost that's what it feels like just because like it's so, so easy. someone's watching yeah you it's know? so easy for someone to like get material on you even yeah, if it's like yeah. something innocent you know or like not anyone's business but yeah but yeah in the book it was pretty bad in the book like she it, she gets turned into a meme and it's like shared not just in her school but like all throughout like the the county pretty yeah. much because all the other high schools like know about it right and they're remixing it and posting it like on the internet and pretty much the way they get it down is uh peter threatens uh anani bitch the the instagram user who uploaded oh it. yes he's like my uncle is a lawyer and he's gonna like <laughs> shut that down and and uh like laura jean's like is your uncle actually a lawyer he's like no he's a piece of it just sucks like because you know it's like the internet never forgets (laughs) yeah so like i know one of the main complaints about the movie was the casting of laura jean because laura jean is a mixed race like her Mm -hmm. dad is white and her mom is korean uh did you guys have any like feelings about the casting when you first heard about it i honestly didn't um were you just happy that an asian pretty much i'm not like picky when it comes to these things i know it's a very low bar (laughs) yeah like i just think it's cool you know like and it's cool that they got like lana who's like full vietnamese i think right and so like i think that's cool because i know the other thing is always like people get mad when um, they cast like biracial people in roles when they should when they think it should go to like a, oh you mean like Henry Golding yes in that's yeah situations. exactly that is what I am referring yeah. to I think <laughs> one of our friends was like was like oh whoa they cast a full Asian in a role that was mixed race yeah. they're like that almost never happens <laughs> usually a mixed race person will get cast in like a full Asian role yeah. so I I mean I obviously don't have a problem with any of it because I just feel like. You know, like, we don't see this ever, really, so why complain? And I think my thing, too, was, like, with in terms of, like, Henry Golding, at least, I was like, he, like, looks Asian, though. Like, I feel like when I look at him, I'm like, oh, yeah, he definitely looks Asian. 
more so than like you know other biracial people who look like they could be more like white yeah, or you know I mean, whatever yeah, like features and yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean like the girl on the cover of right. um to all the boys i loved before like she is exactly how i pictured uh, laura jean to be mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of sad that she's not an actress right right i want you yeah. to play her <laughs> yeah. but um yeah like a lot of people were complaining about the casting and in a perfect world yeah like yeah. i would have preferred it if the role went to a mixed race a mm-hmm. uh, mixed race girl who is like who who is like part asian part white but unfortunately we're not we're not there yet yeah, yeah. And, but like i think uh lana condor did an amazing job mm-hmm. like yeah. i think she really brought uh life into the character and she's also an adoptee i i yeah i is. believe so so it's not like she doesn't understand what it feels exactly. like to be raised in like a mixed family, family yeah. yeah 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 she was great i feel like she like i said i don't really have any f- strong feelings i guess like in terms of like oh i had this person in mind to play this role so i feel like with her like she was perfect to me yeah that's another thing in the book like because like her mom is korean her dad is like always trying to like incorporate their korean culture into into their family lives and i'm just like dang like her dad tries really hard because it's so easy to just like not Not. like not give a fuck and just be like okay this is like we're only going to eat white people food and celebrate white holidays yeah i think it's sweet that he like tries to keep them in touch with that part of yeah. their yeah. heritage, you know? And it's, like, nice that, like, they go see their grandmother, like, pretty often. Mm-hmm. And, like, like they watch Korean soap operas together. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. In the book, it's more, like, there's more of that, of the, like, yeah. keeping in touch with their Korean side. Um, So it's, like, I kind of wish there was a little more of that in the movie. But, like you said, this movie's, like, like, the book feels more like this coming-of-age, like, family drama yeah, with the, romance. Yeah, the movie is, like, more romance. Yeah, the movie is, like, no, this is a teen rom-com. So I understand, like, the changes they made, you know, to, like, streamline everything. And I love the movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the movie three times since I we last too. talked. Yeah. <laughs> like, once every day. <laughs> But like I was telling, uh, I was talking to Catherine earlier because I read the second book oh. and I was so mad. Like, <laughs> I have not because it kind book. of ends on a cliffhanger. Oh no! It, I mean, it's it's an ending, but it's kind of yeah. like cliffhanger ish. You're just like, why? Especially because remember, at this time, there were only two. It was supposed to only be two books, so. To me, I was like, this you can't be the end. joking? Like, <laughs> this is not the end. There is definitely more to this. So, uh, I mean, so that's interesting, too. So I have not read the second book, but um, um, that was the other thing, was that, like, the book for the first book actually ends on, like, a more unresolved note than the movie does, which makes sense, because, again, movie has to be more, like, complete. So I feel like, so since I saw the movie before, I was expecting the book to end, like, roughly around where the movie ends with that kind of, uh, like, that level of resolution. But in, I was so surprised that the first book actually ends on a more open-ended note because she realizes her feelings about Peter, but she does not actually 
go to him. Yeah, it's kind of like Inception where with the top spinning. <laughs> yeah. He's like, are you in a dream? Yeah. Or are you not in a yeah. dream? Like, is What's, she going to go after Peter or is it going to yeah. happen? Yeah. yeah, so I remember I was surprised by that. Um, that was why I bought the second book, like, literally, <laughs> yeah. literally an hour after we yeah. finished the first book. I remember and, when I finished it, it was one of those, um, you're like, wait, what? And then you, like, go back two pages, and you read it again, and then you're like, wait, what? And then you do it again. <laughs> like, you know, you do, like, for, like, no five more. minutes, I just keep going, doing the same thing, like, wishing that they'd magically appear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like in the second book, like John Ambrose McLaren, yep. right? And McLaren is that yeah, his last name? It is. Yeah, he's he's like <laughs> a major character. Huge and, part. Oh, interesting. I would say there's more parts with him than with Peter. Definitely. <gasps> which was why I was like annoyed at how the second book ended. Mm. Because I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I felt like I didn't get enough Peter in this book. And <laughs> now this book is over. <laughs> like, what is happening? There might not be any more. Yeah. What is happening? I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> but there was a third book. Yeah, but I had to wait but for you, it. But, like, you didn't know at the <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly. I didn't know. I thought it was done. And I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> not that the book was bad. You know, I liked it. It was just, I personally did not feel like I had resolution. <laughs> Jenny Han is, like, really good at, like, ending her book on such, like, a, yeah. like, n- not a cliffhanger. Because, like, they're endings. Yeah, it's yeah. an ending, but it's, like, you want more. Yeah, it's not an ending that you you want, personally. It's, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, no, 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 no. You gotta tell me more. Keep writing. <laughs> like, I need more. It's, it's like when you're watching a movie and like the the couple finally like get together, but it's just like a kiss, and yeah. you don't see the wedding, and you're like, right. no, yeah. like I really want to see yeah. what happens next. You're like, like, I've you know been with these people for so long, right? <laughs> you know, and then it just ends, and you're like, wait, that wasn't it. <laughs> There's more. I'm trying to think, is there anything else we need to cover? Mm. oh oh genevieve yeah oh. that's right mm-hmm. genevieve <laughs> in the movie and genevieve in the book are i mean they're they're, they're similar but i feel like in the book she's more mean? i don't remember like for mm. like in the book i felt a little bit more sympathetic towards her because maybe i got more context right. to who she was right whereas in the movie i'm just like oh you're just a mean girl yeah, a mean, yeah. Pretty girl. I think, yeah you understand more of like who she is because you know a little bit more of like her her like own personal stuff and i think that's that's why it also helps with like the whole like peter stuff with her where you're because you know in the movie you're just kind of like why are you an idiot like why do you keep talking to her (laughs) like you know whatever even though i get it right like he said like we have history so like those feelings won't go away so i get that but then in the book i feel like you kind of understand it a little bit more i mean i could be mixed i mean like with with the first i mean in the second book you realize what happens to genevieve i'm gonna spoil that but yeah uh, i'll talk about that later um but like in in the first book genevieve it like, it really sets the groundwork to, like, what Lara Jean and Genevieve were as best friends. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, like, they used to hang out a lot together. Yeah. And um, and eventually they grew apart. And in the second book, you realize, like, it's because of Peter that they, uh, mm. that they stopped being friends. And actually in the movie when she says, like, oh, it, 
like you kissed Peter, and that's mm-hmm. why, like, right? Yeah, that's like, why we're not friends anymore. That's why we're not friends anymore. And just, and like Laura Jean jokes saying, "There's no tongue in that kiss." It's right, just like a spin the bottle kiss. Yeah. and she's just like, "Well, it had tongue in it for me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That's that kind of comes off as like like slapdash humor, right? In the movie, but in the book, like it it's a kind of a similar scene where she says like, "Oh, you kissed Peter. You knew that I liked him," and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But like in the book, it actually feels like kind of heartbreaking right yeah whereas in the movie it's like oh haha that's like yeah, so funny that she crazy. held like, yeah, yeah like you're so petty to like hold yeah. on to this yeah but yeah in the book yeah there's like more context which always helps yeah with. yeah there's more context and like you you kind of feel for genevieve because like you under like you in the first book you don't know what's happening in her family mm-hmm. but you get a sense that like not everything is okay right mm-hmm. and that like peter has always been a constance for her right whereas like in the movies just like oh she's, she's just, just a playing girl yeah. yeah yeah but i mean in the movie i guess it's like they kind of they try to at least hint at it a little bit i would say in that part that confrontation because she does say like oh like you know i'm not as mean as i make myself seem right yeah. so you know it's like obviously it's not a lot but yeah it's like kind of like a little bit like just because i'm like a mean girl doesn't mean i'm actually mean like right i i liked how like both in the book and the movie peter like he does come across as insecure Mm -hmm. because like he's like this like mr popular guy right but like you learn that he's really like I guess he has, like, this trauma with her, with his dad, mm-hmm. like, right. leaving. So he's kind of like, oh, I can't take rejection yeah. Yeah. that well. And he's always, like, constantly trying to, uh, I mean, he's kind of an attention hogger in, like, yeah. in, like, a mean way. <laughs> like, I, like I'll say, like, he's, like, vain. Like, right. he's vain in a way where he's just like, I don't want people to leave me. Yeah, I don't want yeah. people to, like, leave out of my life. And... And I think that's why he matches, uh, he meshes with Laura Jean so well, because Laura Jean has, like, her whole, um, like, my mom passed away before mm-hmm. I was grown up, and, you know, people can just leave whenever they want, and that's why she writes love letters and not mm-hmm. get into actual relationships. Right. Which I thought was, like, that's such a teenage thing to do. Yeah, it's like <laughs> writing in your diary, you know? It's like writing fan fiction, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like fan fiction of your life. <laughs> but yeah, I like that about... That's why I appreciated, like, in the movie, um, like, all the, like, serious conversation moments they have. Because it's, like, cute, but then it really gets into, like, why, why these two people in a fake relationship would start developing, like, deeper feelings. Because they both are... A, like you said, afraid of losing people because they've had this, like, big loss in their lives, you know? So, I like that. Peter does come across as more vain in the book, though. I yeah, would yeah, say. definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a really cute book. And yeah. <laughs> I would be lying if I said, oh, I'm done with the books because I'm probably going to reread them. <laughs> yeah. Like, a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Just like watching the movie. I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about whether or not they're going to make a sequel mm-hmm. to this movie because uh, John um, Ambrose McLaren. God, I hate his yeah. name. It's, like, <laughs> it's so mouthy and yes. I like, never remember it. <laughs> yeah, I just like, wonder what's going to happen with that storyline. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, 
you know, Netflix is just toying with our feelings at this point. I feel like they're going to do it. I mean, they hinted it at, like, the credits. Like, they're definitely going to do these next two books. I just know They have to. Just because, I mean, they already, like, did, like, the first maybe 50 pages of the second book because the first book ends just, like, on that love letter that she writes, so. But I think I read somewhere that the director did say that the cast and crew are signed on for a sequel. Like, they've already had that in, in, like, in the contract, like, when they were making this first one. So it's just a matter of Netflix greenlighting it. Hmm. And I also, like, the director also mentioned that um, both Lana and Noah were like, we want to make this thing, like, we want to do it fast because we can't be, Age. like, <laughs> yeah, we can't be teens, like, forever. So I think I... I think in that article maybe it was something else that I read was that they were saying that if it does go through they're gonna film them back to back oh I mean that would be smart yeah yeah Yeah. so I mean they're already like I mean like Peter Kavinsky like the actor Noah Centennial he does not look like he's in high school (laughs) yeah (laughs) looks like he's like in his mid to late 20s (laughs) no no 16 year old boy looks <laughs> like I will definitely say in the movie they like he does look younger like than he does like regular in real yeah, life but right. it is true no 16 year old looks like that <laughs> it's the CW effect it is it is <laughs> oh my gosh um but backtracking a little bit since I have not read the second book but the John Ambrose thing was interesting because in the first book there's more of a thing with him like a plot thing because she actually sees him in the first book yeah she actually seeks him out yeah in the first book. yeah so and there's like she kind of goes because you know in the first in the movie it it obviously focuses on her crush on josh and her crush on peter because they're there so it kind of just like she kind of just glances over the other other letters but in the book it was interesting to me because since i expected it to just gloss over the other letters it was interesting that john ambrose actually came up as much as he did because yeah 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 because then like she and peter actually like have a conversation about him and then and then at um like a middle point in the book um their school's like either her school or another local like high school is having one of those like model you model you in events and then she was like well i'm just gonna go and see if he's there and like she actually does see him and so it's kind of like there's more going on there and so i was like hmm (laughs) see that part i was like huh like she should have just facebook stalked him like she didn't have to like (laughs) go in person to like go find him she just like really needed to know I guess maybe, like, to see, you know? Because it's, like, it's been so many years or whatever. Yeah. And she did just go being, like, I don't even know he's going to be there. I'm just going to (laughs) go. And I was, like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, random question. Have you guys ever written in a diary? Or, because, like, you know how, like, Laura Jean, like, gushes out her feelings through love letters? Like, have you guys, like, written diaries or? I did when I was, like. I want to say, like, in fourth grade. Um, Well, so, okay, it's interesting. So in the summers, my parents used to force me to write in journals. Like, I would have to write a journal entry a day over the summer. Um, So obviously, that was, like, nothing personal. No one ever read them because it wasn't like my parents were, like, checking my self-assigned homework. But um, 
I know in like, like maybe, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade, I like got an actual like diary diary. So I definitely wrote in that. But I don't know if I wrote anything as intense as like, Lord, did you yeah. ever write love letters to your crushes? <laughs> I did not write love letters <laughs> to my crushes. I'm pretty sure I wrote about things like, oh, so-and-so was, like, so annoying today. <laughs> like, things about my friends or, Probably like, me. boring stuff. Probably wrote about Catherine. <laughs> Definitely. No, no fancy Valentine's Day chocolates. <laughs> no fancy Valentine's Day chocolates. I did not write. I think it was, like, one of those things where I knew she had, like, a journal or a diary and so... As a little sister, I was like, <laughs> oh, I want one too. But I, like, never wrote in it. That's, like, I think that's, like, how we're different. You know, like, you, like, read a lot. You, like, do this poetry <laughs> stuff. Like, whatever. I, like, was not yeah. about it. I was, like, Ravenclaw slipping. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, oh, okay, now I have it. But what am I doing with it? Like, what do I write? Like, you know, so I did not. I think I might have, like, written, like, two pages in, like, a little journal that I had. But it was probably, like, nothing. I just felt like I needed to because she was doing it. <laughs> so you guys were the type to, like, never confess to your crushes or anything like that. Oh, my God. No, never. Oh my God. <laughs> never. Uh, I just – I feel like it's just such a weird thing when you're young. You know, you just don't know how to tell people things. And so I feel like for me, too, it wasn't, like, people – 100% about avoidance. I avoided so many people who were, like, yeah. trying to ask me out in, like, middle school. <laughs> I feel like I tried to do that, too, that same approach. But it was also one of those things where I feel like like none of the people that I knew f- for a fact liked me because, like, their friends would tell me or, like, right. you know, whatever. Like, they never came up to me and told me either, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's always one of those weird things where it's, like, almost like... No one's willing to make the no first one's will- Yeah, but then, like, you kind of both know that you like each other or type of thing, you know? So, so then- someone had to send out... Your love life. Yeah. <laughs> Though I did not write any. <laughs> Let's be clear here. I did not That's write any That's why it never letters. happened. <laughs> yeah. But then I also feel like I didn't really have, like, that Intense many crushes. crushes on people in those years of my life. <laughs> yes. What about you? What about me? <laughs> um, I've never written love letters, but I've definitely went to a school where people did that. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, it was... <laughs> It's, like, super embarrassing because I, like, never, like, it's never, like, one person sending it out to, like, the person that they like. It's always, like, this, like, weird, like, Congo line. Uh. <laughs> just, like, here, pass to this person. And I'm just, like, just, just go up to them. <laughs> like, they know it's going to be it's from like, you, ultimately. It's like that um scene in Harry Potter, like, the Goblet of Fire, where Hermione... You know, they're like, Ron tells me, told me that Pravati oh, yeah. told him that yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then she keeps going fighting. back and forth. And then she's just like, just tell him yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or like you sneaked a love letter into or someone's locker. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lockers were there just for that. <laughs> they're like mailboxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like weird because like when you're reading this book, you're, you're just like, I never did that as a kid. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like never had those intense crushes but obviously like some people have so yeah. it's like nice for me to like live vicariously yeah. through Laura Jean yeah because I'm just like oh I believed when I was 16 years old that love is dead and, <laughs> and relationships relationships are fake and monogamy never works and I knew in, I knew in high school that if anybody asked me out I would turn them down immediately because I'm like it's high school nothing lasts forever <laughs> you're very practical yeah it's very 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 practical (laughs) and that is why the person that i am with now like 
I told like I told him in the very beginning that like I don't believe in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah, I was very very cynical up until like my late uh up until like my early to mid twenties. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like really weird reading yeah. this book. I mean like oh this this girl reads a lot of romance novels and she's like right. really. <laughs> She was ahead of her time. Yeah, ahead of her time. <laughs> yeah, I was not reading romance novels at that age. I read a lot of romance fan fiction mm-hmm. growing I up. I did probably read yeah. some romance fan I fiction. I read a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, who that, didn't? Yeah, who didn't, really? <laughs> well, with that said, thank you so much for uh, talking with me about this movie and also the book. Like, I really wanted to t- share, like, my feelings about, like, like just like compare the movie and the book together but like not a lot of people have done both so i'm really glad that you guys uh agreed to be on this podcast i'm glad this like forced me to finally read the book because i've been meaning to forever i I just need to reread them clearly (laughs) i don't remember anything (laughs) we we watched the movie together at uh at the netflix screening yes and immediately after the movie ended i like cornered <laughs> yes. Catherine, and i was just like what happens here here like it's like is this like this in the book yeah. and like yeah. is there more elaboration on like, this eh, you know what i don't really remember <laughs> and that was that was how we decided that we should do a podcast on yes. this because there were so many questions that many. i wanted answered and Catherine could not provide them for me. yeah it's been a it's been a long time. <laughs> Jenny Han would be uh, so disappointed in you. I know. I'm just not very good at remembering. This is my problem with all reading. <laughs> if I need to wait, you know, a year between things, chances are I probably forgot most things. <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> yes, work on it for the next next book and yeah. the next movie. Netflix Do calling it. you out. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and that's a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed the book symbol with discussion of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Um, again, the book is by Jenny Han and available in all bookstores now, um, part of a trilogy of books. And the movie is available for streaming on Netflix. Once again, this podcast is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American-hosted podcasts featuring unique stories and narratives from all around the Asian-American community. If you like this show, check out one of the other great potluck podcasts including the collab cast first of all and they call us bruce um the last episode of the Claus bruce was a special episode where they interviewed john cho live um john cho of course the star of the movie searching in theaters now and part of the asian august slate of films check out the call us bruce and the other great potluck podcasts by going to the website at podcastpotluck.com and don't forget that our september books and boba book club pick is number one chinese restaurant by lillian lee uh, we'll be discussing that book at the end of the month. If you've already finished it, please join the discussion on our Goodreads group. Um, and don't forget to check out booksandbubble.com uh, for more information on the book club and our picks. And on that note, this has been Books and Boba. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.